Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about the Champions League anyway? What do you think about that? Obviously, we're back into that. I've already booked my flights for the final. <laughs> So, hello, you're listening to the Late Night Reds podcast, the first ever one. It's going to be a good one as well, I think, um, discussing all Manchester United. Well, have we all got a beer, haven't we? I'm going to say. Yes. Crack one open. I think we all need one as well. I know Janak's six Magna's in. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, my name's Dyson. We have Tom, we've got Jan, and we've got John as well. So, the four of us are just going to discuss about Manchester United, and we will do this every week as well. Um, so, we have just witnessed Manchester United get beat 3 1 by Crystal Palace. Absolutely awful display. Um, so, let's go into it first of all. So, we've got some predictions that we've actually done first, and we recorded over to the actual podcast group so we actually don't know what anybody's actually said either so we're going to replay it back as well so Tom are you getting ready? Yeah we can do mate no problem yeah, yeah so we'll, no. we'll play each of them one by one dice and then like you said we're not too sure what everybody's gone for but I'm pretty certain that well, that wall would have been pretty wrong, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, I'm going to say, if somebody, if somebody says they've lost, I'm pretty sure like he was lying at the beginning because none of us <laughs> generally thought that we were going to lose. So, anyway, we'll play mine first anyway. So, yep, here we go. Yep, let's play yours then now, Dyson. One second. Oh, OK. So, predictions for today. I'm going to go for Manchester United 4-0. Got a feeling Martial, AM9, he's going to bag two. Greenwood's going to get one, and I think a debut goal for Donny van der Beek as well. And I think Bruno will get a few assists. But in the predictions-wise, I'm going to go for four now. So, let's have it. Come on, United. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, you got yeah. that, right? At least you got the Donny van der Beek goal, right? Yeah, no, that's it. Oh, yeah. At least you got off the score. Well, I did play Crystal Palace on FIFA this morning and won 4-0, so I was actually thinking maybe that, I don't, I don't know, absolutely awful. Jesus, what's that's that? Scary, what is that that's about? scares me going forward, that, that scares me going forward. So yeah. Like Frightens the life out of me. Dice is making match day predictions based on FIFA. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't get much time on it anymore, so yeah. But, right, enough of me because I'm embarrassed with that anyway. So we'll go on to... <laughs> yeah, we'll go on to Jan. Go Jan next, right? I'm interested about this one. Yeah, when you said before about if any of us were going to get it right, I think Jan could be the only person who'd better get it United. Bang on. Yeah. 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 I'm going for 2-0 United. Fernandez first goal. Of course, it'll be a penalty. Jesus oh, well, well, we're wrong on that. Realistic. You, you, you actually, you actually backed us though. Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Started off well there, Janet backing us. I don't know what yeah. I was thinking. I think that's where I think that's where we've gone wrong. I think you backed us for once, and we've actually lost. Told you, I didn't. Jan, you last Jan you've already broken the juju, so you can't do it again this season. I know. I'm right. not up again. The thing, thing on that one is though, like I know we said before, that uh, Janak's like six magnas in. Were you six magnas in before? After you predicted, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I can't believe I went for a clean sheet. I've just stated that. Before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we had two shots on target, did we? So we couldn't score two goals. 
Oh, bloody hell. Well, it's lovely, though. Lovely. Right, okay. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear what John's got to say here as well. All right, go on. Go on, Tom, play John. So, I think uh, t- two down, two to go. So far, we've, we've not done very well. Obviously, someone said, let me just play John's down and see what he said. Yeah. Win. 4-1. Marshall 2. Rashford. Van der Beek. Up the Reds. I've got Palace scoring and I've got a Van der Beek. That's two out. That's two. I've done well there so far. Why are you dead serious? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was on the boat. <laughs> I think the, the, the thing that I liked about John's prediction was he was efficient, wasn't he? I feel like Dyson went on. I'm looking at Dyson now. Dyson's uh, message lasted 27 seconds, which is a bloody long time. John's yeah. lasted six. Like, it's just a bosh efficient. <laughs> yeah, but I've gone down forward. the list. You've said. Win, lose or draw, score, scorers, and that's it. So that's what I've done. <laughs> John, John's the like guy who's placing a bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Janet, what, what, what makes you cry is I actually did place that bet. <laughs> yeah, place Jesus. a bet, place your own bet on Sky Bet. Bloody hell. Lovely. Oh, anyway, at least you got Donny van der Beek anyway, like you said. Now, Sky, we are open to all available op- op- opportunities. Um, please email the address in the below. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, no it, way. Pull, pull in Sky, mate. We'll get some advertisement. In there. Hey, got no, think, uh, yeah, well, this is it. This is it. I think to, to be fair to you, though, like, you are right. You're probably closer than any of these lots so far. You've got the fact that Palace were going to score and then you got van der Beek. So I think you've got two points and I think Janet's got zero, clearly he's clueless. And then uh, <laughs> Dyson's got one, hasn't he? So, yeah, well, I think it's just down to mine, boys. You'd be, you'd be pleasantly yeah. surprised by mine, though. But I'll, yeah, uh, I'll right. play that now. Go on, Tom. I think mine was very similar to yours, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> play this one. I'll go for 4-0 Manchester United. Bruno, Rashford, Martial and Donny van der Beek on his debut. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> Oh, wow. Love the United at the end. Obviously, you got to do it. In my defence, so like I would genuinely excited for the game, boys. You know I me; mean? I'm always optimistic. I think we're going to smash team five 0 every bloody week. But yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking, particularly Rashford. But I don't think he touched the ball, did he? Absolutely terrible. I think what could have been worse though is that we're actually all season ticket holders. No. So imagine us being in the stadium for that. Oh, that would. <laughs> Thing is, though, with it being the opening game of the season for us, I would have been about 20 pints in any way, so I think I wouldn't have remembered it. <laughs> but, honestly, it was absolutely terrible. I think it all started off with a team selection. I think it all went downhill for there, especially when we all looked at it. But um, why not play the best team? Well, I think his, his excuse straight there was wan come training late and then also with Matic as well, but it's no excuse, is it? Crystal Palace. Wan so. two weeks before training is better than Foster than to with training. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's a long season, isn't it? Did, did you see his? Um, did you see all these like, post-match interview when he was saying he's had a conversation with Roy and Roy? I mean, why? And, and basically, he was saying that Crystal Palace have already played three, sorry, four pre-season friendly matches, um, and that was actually their third competitive uh, match as well. So. If you think about it, like before a ball's even been kicked, they've already got like six games in the legs, haven't they? So, and we've got one, and it was just like a friendly against Aston Villa. And the majority of players who played in that friendly weren't 
weren't playing, weren't the players who played today. If that makes sense, so yeah. it does make a difference that match fitness. Yeah, but we being, I think we're being a bit too nice. But <laughs> I agree, Nathan. I agree. But yeah, no, I think obviously when we looked at that, we saw Timothy Fonsi Mensa coming in at right back. Actually, I didn't even realise I had to double check again. And I was like, well, Tim Fonsi Mensa is right. But then obviously there, Dan James as well is another one that sort of was he ever been off the boil or has he ever been, ever been on the boil, shall I say? He seems like he's lost pace. And I don't know <laughs> I that. that. I don't know where to run. Yeah. yeah, do you know what though? I think that's a good point that John's made there. I thought that as well. Like I remember when he first joined, he was rapid, wasn't he? And uh, he, he was all over the place as well. Me, yeah, he was he's pressing everyone, wasn't he? He just feels dead slow now. He looks a bit fat as well. I'm not gonna lie. Do you think he looks a bit lost in that squad in that front three? Like um I think we're we yeah, set to our we set to our ways of playing one, two intricate football where Dan James is not all about that. So obviously he comes to trying to cut inside and do the one twos and got, that shot of his I'd say was yeah. so weak. He's got nowhere to run when teams sit back. It's like Triore at Wolves, he's rubbish when teams sit back, but when teams come out as like City and Liverpool, Janet, he's got all the Janet, to run. If you know if you know you're coming up against a team that does that, why'd you play him in the first place? I agree, I agree. It's thirty three points off the league last year or something. And we've got Dan James starting the first game of the season. What's that about? I think the I first know. thing Dan James needs to do is he needs to get a fucking shirt that fits him. It's too big for him. It's down to bloody knees, isn't it? It's like <laughs> a dress. You never seen anything like it. Yeah, it's like right. like a cape or something. Speaking of Jesse's, what's Lindelof doing in the team? <laughs> that picture of Lindelof in his wife's dress. Oh god, I've seen it all now. But I think, oh, no, I think in general though, when we talk about like Dan James and Tim Fozzie I just think he's generally like just a lack of quality down that right hand side, didn't he? I think there was a couple of times where. We got in decent positions, and we could you could see you could get that Terrell Mitchell, whatever he's called, right, their, their left back, the young lad. You could get it in a couple of times. We got past him, but we just didn't have the quality to quality. Out. Like you said a second ago, uh, Dice, where you said about that shot. Like if you look at the actual camera on that shot, like he p rolls into the defender, but Rashford stood on the six yard box yeah. next to it, screaming for the ball. Yeah, what are you doing? You've got to pass him, man. You have a bit of composure, but yeah. I think it's that type of stuff that lets him down. So yeah, I think I think that was awful that right hand side. It just shows, doesn't it, that we need investment. I think I think yeah. one of them as well is he's an impact sub, I think, as well, any Dan James. It's yeah. It's one of them if you're winning you're winning two nil or two one. You there's that all that space that's in the back. Yeah, he's fine. You bring then, you bring yeah. on a Dan James and he, he exposes that space in the back, especially against your big teams as well. But well, we've seen it against Man City, we've seen it against Liverpool as well. He's actually effective, but when it comes to breaking down teams, he just doesn't have it, unfortunately. I, I want to be proven wrong because I actually like the kid. I think he's, I think he's a nice. I think he seems like a nice kid, but to go forward for me, he's, he's a no. No, I agree, mate. I think that was the right hand side, and for me, another problem was the midfield. Like midfield was awful today, considering we had three midfielders in there and they only had two. Like we just didn't control it, did we? It was awful, mate. Ball how many times do we give the ball away where we're trying long passes and they're getting cut out by their left-back or right-back, which then sets them up to go on a counter-attack, which we can't defend. Yeah. They've got quick players and we haven't got quick how, defenders. How many times has Fosu Mensa and Dan James played on the same side together in a match? Ever. Yeah, you, you, you could tell. When they're trying to do that, it's never going to work because they never don't, they don't know what each other are going to do. Pointless. Fosu Mensa, every time we it backwards. I don't think you've actually followed one without having the Greenwood header. Even then, though. 
you you won't mind him like passing it inside and stuff to someone like Pogba and stuff. But even when Pogba got the ball, he were awful. One he couldn't pass yeah. it every time he got it. He just tried doing the Hollywood. The Hollywood. But then, pass, all you, then all you're gonna get is well, like Tom said before, he's had that's this is his first game. He's had COVID. He's had to self isolate. He's not been able to train properly. And but this is his first game back, and you want him in. Yeah, but that, that's where you look at the manager, then, don't you? Yeah, why, that's what I mean. Why is he playing? You know he's not there. You've had someone that's played competitive football in Van der Beek that sat on the bench for 70 minutes. But don't, isn't one of them, though, at the moment, this is just playing devil's advocate, but don't you think with Pogba, we've, we've chucked a load of excuses at him when he doesn't actually... Well, he's not consistent. So we chuck a lot of excuses. Think... He, he hasn't got the players around him. He hasn't got... He hasn't had the... He's, he's, he's unfortunately, he's unfit or he's, he gets injured. Um, he's not yeah. used to the, he's not played on the left he's not played on the right he's not played forward he's not played back and we've literally played him everywhere now we even played him at centre half against um, Newcastle <laughs> you know under Jose um, well we didn't play him you know he picked the ball up at centre half anyway but because Jose made a big thing of it do you think that we are actually trying to make a lot of excuses about Pogba at the moment where he divides opinion doesn't he he divides yeah. opinion he's got he's... people that want him to do well but he's quality well... Won't, won't, you won't accept that but then you've got the people that hate him because he's in this style of play on the, on the football pitch as long as he's producing results I'll back him can we just say but, as well can we just say as well Dyson I could tell you now for free matter of fact Paul Pogba never played leading centre-back against Newcastle what are you on about <laughs> uh, no Jose Mourinho right I remember it come out against Newcastle free, doing the 3-2 one when Sanchez like scored like one of his only ever goals um, I think he, Jose come out and said he listened to Pogba and Pogba said I'll play I'll pick the ball up from further up the field and I'll ping it and literally what oh, Jose yeah, said that yeah, and, yeah I do remember it I think he just dropped dropped back he did yeah. he picked it up from deeper he didn't play bleeding centre half <laughs> <bit dramatic, laughs> <isn't it? laughs> well you know what I mean but no but I think I think um, over the over the years we've actually have made a few excuses for him but the quality is there Definitely, I, I think, think the, he's... Yeah, but that, that's the thing, though, isn't it? So, like, with the, the thing that's annoying about Pogba today is, like, I get if he's, if he's not match fit and he's walking about a bit or he's blowing or something like that after, like, 60 minutes, but... He's just failed to pass the ball. Yeah, just because you're tired doesn't mean you can't pass the ball. He was just, he was just off. How many times did he get it? Someone's done, someone's done in front of him and he's trying to pass it round him and they've just gone, well, thanks. Just keep exactly. the ball. Yes. So many times. Maguire did it as well when they're trying to do long diagonal balls... And they just cut out because they've not got the quality to do it. Why is, you shouldn't be doing that? Don't let you shouldn't. Harry Bryan shouldn't be catching the ball fifty yards anywhere. Uh, the thing is, though, as well, like, it doesn't make sense about today, like the way they played. Like, so y- you know, from playing football, if you're unfit, the last thing you want to be doing is playing long balls and stuff and like sprinting around the pitch. Keep the ball, like. Yeah. If you're unfit, keep the ball. Then you don't have to be sprinting around all over the shop, do you? By banging the ball, about forty yards up the pitch, and then just. Instantly getting countered, you just got to sprint straight back. It's just stupid, isn't yeah, it? If but... he's in fit, he shouldn't be playing. Should he? he should just play Van der Beek and bring Pogba off the bench like he did against Tottenham after COVID. But you yeah. saw what you saw what Van der Beek brought when he came yeah, on. Exactly. Even though he gave the ball a few times, it would be since someone passed in the ball, it was gone straight away. He didn't linger, he didn't linger on the ball; he was gone. He knew where to go, and it was, that was it. And that's how he got his. That's how he. That's how he gets his goals because he moves. Don't say in the same position as you get. With so many in Pogba today, when they passed the ball, they didn't really move again, they just stood there. Yeah, but I think the ball, it's, 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 to, to some extent, though, you do need to have a better structure, don't you? 
uh, within your formation and stuff. And depends which role you're playing. I think if you're playing the number ten, you'd be all over the shop, can't you? But I think they're playing probably like a holding midfield role, which I don't think is his best position personally. But that just goes back to that old making excuses debate, doesn't it? But at, yeah. at the same time, though, as well, I know we're saying like we shouldn't have played him; he's not fit, but. You guarantee if that team sheet came out and Pogba went on it, everyone would be going mental, going, Where's Pogba? Where's Pogba? So, so, exactly. can't win. Ollie can't win at the moment. Pogba, so, John, Pogba, what did you think about McTominay? Pogba and McTominay were passing the ball today like they had a fucking dog chasing him. <laughs> Go on, Vic, what, what else about McTominay? Because I know you wanted to bring what, some up about him. What does he even do? Does he defend? Does he screen? Does he box to box? Does he score? I thought he defended more today. But I, I think I thought it defended well, yeah. but because he asked him. Yeah, as in like last ditch tackles. Yeah, not like. Yeah, I'm only going to I'm only going to put the game is. I'm going to what I see. Can't I can't go off. Yeah, you don't know what he brings. He didn't control he's the match. Though, like, he should be centre of the pitch, really at home. He should be controlling the match against Palace. He didn't look like he had any control over whatsoever. They were all over the place. That's yeah. that's where that, that's where you think maybe. This is the one game where I wouldn't have played round. him. I wouldn't have played him today. No, I wouldn't. No, no. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to have a box to box or a screen against the Palace at home. Really, you need some structure though. You need someone who's, you know, in that position because that's what yeah, they're doing. They're it's just like, Pogba. Like, it's like you said. It's like you said. There were statues. So yeah, Pogba and Tommy. So next future, I'd rather Pogba that can pass it. Well, at least try and pass it. But Tommy only does five yard passes left and right and backwards. Yeah, oh, I, I prefer Fred in that position because he, he's got a bit about. He, he kind of understands it a bit more about counter attack. All they kept doing is counter attacking us. And there was oh, just yeah. holes picking holes in us all all the way through it from wide centre. Oh, do you know what I thought today? Come on. Come on. What I thought today was the I think, I just think but Tommy was terrible, wasn't he? I think he just lost possession too many times, like you said, but I think he genuinely like just got schooled by two like really experienced professionals in McCarthy and McCarthy. I know they're both not like bloody world class players, but they've been around. They know the job. I think they just, exactly. And I think they just bullied him to be honest with you. Like there were loads of times where he just got caught in possession. He just got smashed off it. Um, and then, obviously, they just went straight on the counter, didn't they, with, like, Ayu and Zaha. So, yeah, I just think he got bullied, to be honest with you. Well, I, um, I agree with that. I agree with that because you got to look. I think I remember saying this back when we played Palace away last year, you know, when we won 2-0. Um, you know, obviously, when was it Martial scored, didn't he? Then Patrick Van Arnold, like broke his arm or whatever it was. Um, and McTominay in the first half was pretty much holding hands with Pogba all the way through the first half. And I remember in that game thinking, what's McTominay doing on air against Palace? And we've, it seems like the manager, Ollie, has not learnt from that. We've played Palace again. Know. Played Palace again and we've gone with McTominay in the midfield again. Don't get me wrong, I think McTominay against City last season, absolutely meant he was so good. But that's, that's because he had to press, he had to win the ball quick and pass it on. Where today, we... If we wanted it, we could have had the ball as, as much as we wanted. But, but I think it's fingered on me. I think it, I think that is down to all that. I agree with you, but and I agree he was, he was class against C1, obviously on both occasions he played on. But yeah. I, I genuinely think like some of it does sit with Ollie this because if you watch us like over the last couple of years, like when Ollie's been managing, we just keep struggling against play, teams who play four four two because obviously defensively they're really difficult to break down, um, and they just look like two banks of four, aren't they? Um, but they're just yeah. dead tight. So the way we play, because we've got we play that four two three one, you've got Pogba and McTominay sat in sat in front of just four four midfielders who are dead narrow, and then you've got Bruno running around trying to get the ball. But obviously all avenues are blocked off. But that's where I think you need to. Um, 
Oli needs to change the system against them teams because that four two three one don't work. I think he needs to be playing like Pogba and Bruno as advanced eight. You know, like City. Yeah, yeah with the Bruno when it was the Bruno and Silva. Exactly, your job there for Pogba and Bruno is sit behind McCarthy and McCarthy, and then whoever it is in in the holding role. Obviously, this time now it's McTominay. I don't think in that system McTominay should play in the holding role. He's not got the quality to pass the ball through to those two. No, but. If their job in that holding role is get the ball to Bruno and Pogba. Then Bruno and Pogba have got the ball in front of the two centre backs, so they yeah. can either smash it from distance or play Martial, um, Rashford, or Greenwood. In. It's not hard, but I genuinely think like ultimately today's just come down to Oli getting outdone tactically by bloody Roy Hodgson, which and, as Manchester United managers just not acceptable, is it? It's just awful. No, no, no exactly. we've, we've we've showed up on that pitch expecting to win instead of thinking that we will win um, in. Literally, we've we've as I think what we have we've we showed up on there. I think nobody took control of the game, and unfortunately, we expect Bruno to do everything. But then, which is, having, which said, is unfair. But then having said that, and I agree with all your points that you made, both of you, it's also come down to individual mistakes. Yeah, of course, it has silly but individual mistakes. But at the same time, if you think about how Oli's set his team up there, I, I generally think we've gone out, we've had no structure, there's no clear pattern of play. Now, bear in mind, yeah. some of these players have played together for nearly tw- over 12 months now. You'd expect that to be there regardless. And then at the end, yeah. in the second half, like it just got embarrassing. It was like gung-ho football. We had left ourselves 2v2 at the back, Lindelof versus Maguire. The two of the, probably two of the slowest players on the pitch versus Ayu and Zaha, two of the fastest. Yeah. It was a car crash, wasn't it? Yeah, so, Every time yeah. they got the ball forward, I literally, I just thought, they're going to score it. Yeah, they look more like scoring than we did, and it should be the other way around, especially if we're losing. The thing is, though, when it went 3-1, it's 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 not fine, but it it is fine to think that you're going to get caught out a few times because at least you're pushing. But I think what we did, I think Ollie over, he just chucked everyone on, and including Nigalo, he took up the space. He just took up the space. This was happening before it was three one. This was happening before the penalty. This it was the same yeah. every single time. I agree. I agree with that. But I think obviously when it comes to, when it comes to the end, you're thinking he chucked Nigalo on, and you're thinking. Mm. Really, it was it was <laughs> it was funny. It was it was funny at first, you know. It was like, right, we need him. We need an actual striker. We got somebody in, and you know what? Fair enough for the Europa League and the FA Cup. He did all right, but when you're trying to when you're trying to fight for a goal, and he hasn't bagged a goal in how long now? Um, We'll, we'll talk about him a bit though when we go through transfers and stuff, mate. Yeah. So I've got a couple of points there because he's, he's just awful, like Garlow. But anyway, but I think yeah. with regards to the actual game, though, like you said, Dyson, I think, yeah, it's obviously lots of negatives, but there's a couple of positives, isn't there? So you think about it, Donny's come on, he looks class, doesn't he? Um, looks like he's sharp. at home straight away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. A quick one touch football, which we've been begging for for a long time. And I think. Um, as well, obviously, for his goal and stuff, he was in the box, right place, right time, bang, uh, puts yeah. in the bottom corner. Really. So it's a good goal, wasn't it? To be fair, and he took it well. Yeah, good finish, good finish, yeah. But exactly. I, I think, um, I think, I think he'll probably just become a fan favourite to be honest because I quite like him. Plus, as well, he's obviously got a top chant, hasn't he? So, yeah, he's top, chant, yeah. top, top, top player, top champ. She's usually yeah, shit player. She's then. usually shit player, top champ. Wait, it's the top yeah. player, top champ. Well, this oh. is it, mate. Donny from Amsterdam. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Anyone listening, etc. obviously, if you've not heard the, the chant, we posted it on Twitter uh, before the game. So have a listen. There's, I think there's like five United fans in a taxi just bouncing all over the place. 
they're enjoying. I don't think the taxi driver is. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there is that as well. They're not wearing masks, are they? But he's a. Uh, yeah, well, we don't condone that. <laughs> well, um, well, I'll go on. I'll, I'll go on to now to um, the. Obviously, it, this doesn't matter really because I think we would have been beat anyway. The performance was shit, but the penalty incident um, with our. What do we think? <laughs> because he I think I think he cannot he cannot move. Because it? it cannot be a penalty. No, because down in the box. Did you watch the Arsenal game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. You're going to talk about the so, Gabriel incident. There's the no Gabriel one. No, well, the Gab- Gabriel was Gabriel one. Gabriel's clumsy. He misses the ball with his head, hits his arm. No penalty. Lindelof's actually movement of his arm is just, he's, you know what I mean? He's not clumsy there. He's actually trying to defend. A bit different. His arm's in the, a little bit in the air. You can, you can see why it's hit his hand. But how can you say from four yards, and even that, about three yards out, it's hit his arm and then it's been given as a penalty? But they have now, they have now set up a precedent now because every other football team and every other football team fans... As soon as they get, as soon as the ball hits the hand in the box and it's kicked towards them, they will say, "Well, it has to be a penalty now." Exactly. So, does that mean like, well, I, I remember seeing it in the Champions League final last year. Do you know um, with Mane against obviously Liverpool, Tottenham? Mane was it Sissoko? He just he like yeah. kicked the ball into Sissoko's hand and got a penalty. I don't understand that you can move. I don't understand that you can get yeah. out of the way. Of so, so is that 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 happened in Europe, yeah, but... European football? Is that going to happen now in the Premier League? What the same? Kick the ball at someone's hand. Lindelof's arm was. It wasn't next to his that it was like at a right angle, so it was out. It, yeah, but he's running. He's well, running. That, yeah, what well, you can't run with his hands by his side, well, plus well, he's a natural he's, movement. He's, he's, he's still a penalty. If that was the other way around, we'd be going mad at him. Jennifer, he's, running to what, he's running. I'd rather him run with his arms up than his arms by his side to stop it to stop the shot that's gonna go in. And as well. You're you're clearly missing the point, Janak. We're all very, very bitter, and obviously if this was Role reverse, it was definitely a penalty. Exactly. But what I mean. In this instance, <laughs> it was an absolute joke of a decision. But yeah. in, in all seriousness, though, I think apparently it comes down to some like new rules and stuff that were introduced, weren't they? And I think the difference between the Lindelof one and that Gabrielle one was something to do with um, like the, the shirt sleeve or something, the sleeve on your shirt or something. So if it hits like the, the sh- sleeve on your shirt, it it's not classed as handball, yeah. uh, which the Gabrielle one did. Um, but obviously, if it hits any lower, it is classed as it's. But if you look at the Lindelof one, I know we're saying that he couldn't get his arm out of the way, but it actually hits his hand, which is probably the yeah. bit, isn't it? Yeah. But I, what happens if, if you wear a long sleeve shirt? Well, this is it, mate. The ball has to hack, isn't it? Now? <laughs> Going forward, mate, get all the team out, long sleeve shirts, no pens, buzzing, aren't we? But I think. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I, I honestly think, though, like, I, I get it would be a penalty if it hit Lindelof's hand. If, um, IU was like passing it across to someone who's going to tap it into an open net, but that was never going in anyway. Because no, he was passing it across no. the box, wasn't he? Really, you never know. Like a, and like then, a, like a and then, so no. fuck it all up. De Gea saved it, and his hand saved the penalty. I yeah, I, so, I think he's only saved three penalties. I think since being Manchester United, I think two against Everton, and then one against Robin Van Persie against Arsenal. I think he's only ever actually saved three penalties: Lukaku, Leighton Baines. Oh, they saved one against DFK in Moscow, I remember that. They did as well, right. Okay, so what, four penalties in how many? 321. His last one was, I'm pretty sure, was the semi final in 2000. Um, yeah. Was it, was it 16? 
Yeah. Do you know what? I don't no. get me. I don't get that new. I don't get that rule me about like you can't leave your line and stuff. I don't really know. Like, if you're a goalkeeper, how are you supposed to jump? Like you'd have to be jumping backwards. Like yeah, naturally, his foot was, was, was on the line. It just wasn't on the line. Oh, so does yeah. it not? So if you've got like a foot on the line, is, it, is that all right? Yeah. Is it, yeah. That's what was it's, it's, both feet can't be. Well, both feet have to be one part. One part of your foot has to be touching the line. Yeah, but how can you jump with one leg? Exactly. And there's not only that as well, we're talking milliseconds there. Literally, like the moment his foot comes off, like if I told you it was it Ayu, which is an awful penalty, but yeah. Ayu's foot's probably on the ball. So like if, if they're gonna be doing that and going That's what I mean. So then that's what I mean, that's what I mean a precedent now. So now they're now I expect now every penalty to be retaken if the inch off the line. But you you know what will happen. It'll get moaned, it will change. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And... They'll change it, they'll review it. Yeah, I, and I think also as well when when you look at it, also what infuriated me is that they changed the penalty taker. I get yeah, why. I get why because it's it, the, in, in theory that penalty was never taken because obviously it has to be retaken. But surely you ha- he has to step up again and take it. It's only fair. Well, the thing is as well, like based on that IU's first penalty, I'd be happy for him to sit there all day taking them. It was that bad. Zaha has yeah. smashed it top bins, didn't he? Like, how you just keep taking them? Don't mind, don't mind how many times he has to retake it or he just rocks up top in the bottom corner. Exactly. It's, I remember he's he's awful. He's awful. I know he's, I know he scored a few last year, but he is awful. It's a penalty retake, not a new penalty. So he should he should have to take it. It should be that part of the rule. Yeah. yeah he's retaking the penalty that was just took by the same person. Obviously, we're looking at this with our blinkered eyes, aren't we? But at the end of the day, it's, it's infuriating the fact is on top of everything, we do try and look at an excuse which could have changed it, but we were awful. But when things like that are going to come into the football season and it's the first game for us, just imagine how infuriating it's going to be for every single fan if stuff you know, like that happens to you. Do you know what I want to know, me? So, like, all of these new rules that have come in over the last couple of years, I want to know who's decided on these, me, because I'm not being funny. Every single one they've introduced so far, I think it's just awful. It just ruins the game, doesn't it? Do you think yeah. about VAR, like... For me, I think VAR just ruins like the experience of match going fans like us, me. Because even I don't know about you, but even when we score the goal, like when you're celebrating, like you can't celebrate, can't you? Yeah, I think as well what they should do, like they're doing rugby, is they should you should hear the commentator, you should hear it. I think uh, you should hear oh, when they're t- when they're talking to someone in Stockley Park, hear why why that's happening, because. <laughs> Hold, be hold accountable for what's been saying because I want to know what's been said in Stockley Park today. Yeah. Why did you after the game? What, what you was that? What... The manager, you interview the players. Why can't you interview the referee? Yeah, why and why? Why was that Pogba one? Do you know when Pogba got taken out? Yeah, okay, it was clumsy. It was a clash of legs. Didn't mean it, but I'm yeah, done. Right. I'm just clutching at straws here. But why wasn't that looked at properly and given as a pen? Why didn't the referee go and look at that one? Why did the referee what? only go and look at the handball? I, I think there's two bits, me mate. So I think there's two bits. I think the first bit you've made the point on there around being able to wear the ref and stuff. I don't want to be hearing the refs. I don't want no VAR, me. I just want to go back to the good old days where we used to get pen a week at Old Trafford. Always used to be bollocks. <laughs> People diving around like Ashley Young and we get a pen and we win the game. Let's just get back to those days. Second, exactly. the popular one, I agree, mate. Death over penalty that for me. If you don't think about it, like, he's running through, right? Bruno's about to play the ball over. He's run through. Someone, st- someone stood on the back of his foot. His boot come off. Like, yeah, exactly. The ball wasn't head? going to him. He wasn't getting the ball, was he? It doesn't matter because Jordan Ayew's shot wasn't going in. It was a yeah, wasn't it? But even if, even if the ball was yeah. going, Bruno's chipping it over. So Bruno chips it over. 
Pogba runs through, he's going to fall over. Even if Pogba gets through that challenge and stays on his feet, he's not putting ball in back of net with no boot on, is he? We probably could do, but it, do you know what I mean? It's it's a joke. I think it was a penalty, but yeah, that's yeah. But obviously, with yeah, again, it's another VAR thing. If if it's a referee that makes that decision, you know it was just a refereeing decision which went wrong. But if people keep looking at it, re-looking at it, re-looking at it, and they still get it wrong, or there's no explanation why it wasn't put right. You're thinking, why is this in place? Well, I, I agree, mate. It's a load of nonsense, isn't it? But that John Moss had a nightmare, I think. I think he had an appalling game today. That Joe, what's he called? Their right back. Is it Joel Ward or something? Yeah, Ward. Yeah. I don't think he should have been on pitch, mate. So the first one is, in the first half, when he elbows Rashford in space, last man, that's a yellow. And then in yeah. the second one, he just chucks Mason on the ground where he eventually gets a yellow card. But yeah, man and all like, yeah. It's a joke, I thought. But anyway, yeah, that's that uh, John Moss and he's had a nightmare. But these ref- these referees, they think they're big time, don't they? Do you remember that Mark Clattenberg when he got his tattoo when he's a ref to the referee Champions League final? They're all divas, aren't they? This one exactly. to be on that page. He wants to be on that end, but... I think I know we're going a bit off topic here about referees, but I love how when you you hear who they support. So Mark Clattenberg supported Gateshead, did he fuck? You heard uh, <laughs> who is it? Who is it um the guy from Altrincham, what's he called? Um, apparently a Man United fan, Baldhead. Could be anyone, that mate. <laughs> yeah, it could be anyone, could it? Apparently he supports Altrincham anyway. You, you, talk like... about, uh, you talk about Howard Webb, aren't you? Oh, is it Bobby Madley? Not Bobby Madley, not the guy who apparently did stuff with dogs, no. Um, <laughs> Keith Ward. Oh, Anthony Thingy. And, yeah, Anthony Thingy, yeah. He, he's, he's apparently an Altrincham fan. I'm thinking, who's an Altrincham fan? Come on. He's not, is he? Right. He's definitely he's United fan. Get him ref in our games. Exactly. <laughs> but um, with just the last bit on the game, actually. So what are our thoughts on Ollie? I know it's only the first game of the season, but obviously we halfway through last season, I'm pretty sure we always thinking, oh, what's going on here? But what we're thinking now, obviously, I know we've t- put on his tactics and things like that, but obviously don't discuss does don't discuss anything about transfers. But what do we think about Oli um, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer at the moment? Obviously, he's got to stay in. The manager needs to back him regardless. But I think it's uh, he, he needs backing himself by the board. And obviously, if he's not getting the investment, then it's tough. I think it's difficult to judge him, isn't it? Because if you think of it in the round, like the, the, the stuff that Ollie's done and all the deadwood is moving on, you think to think about it now, you've still got people like Jones, Rowe, Small, and all that stuff at Pereira, all at the club. And, yeah. Um, he needs to move all of those on and then bring players through, but he's, he's doing what we need to do. Like he's playing decent football, granted not today, um, but before today we were unbeaten in the league since like January. True. Um, bringing through youth players like Mason, etc., giving the opportunity. I think he's doing a good job. Though. He just needs the money now. I think that the bit yeah. with us is he's laying down the foundations. He just needs to add the quality. And I know we're yeah. not talking about transfers yet, but imagine if you add someone like a bloody Sancho to that attack, suddenly. Your options go from being um, Rashford, Martial, Dan James, Greenwood, um, and the else have we got? Lingard, Pereira. You really, yeah. you're, you're going to play like you're going to play three or four players, aren't you? You're going to play either Martial, I think Rashford, it, Greenwood. I think, like you said, if he gets the additions that he wants, it kills a lot of United careers. That the people that he wants, it kills people careers like your Smallings, your Rowles, your Jameses, your Igalos. It kills their career, United careers. Good. And I think, yeah, hey, good, yeah. But I think this is where we've shot ourselves in the foot a little bit because didn't want Ollie when he come in, didn't he give Phil Jones a five-year contract? Yes, he did. Yeah, what was so, the thing 
Do you know what I mean? So straight away you've got him who's on what hundred odd grand. Uh, who's gonna Who's gonna take that? No wonder we we're not good at selling people. I think when we do look to sell people, we get a crap transfer fee for them because the wages are too high. So yeah, but the thing is though, your, your players like your Phil Jones, your Rowells, your, your Smallings, etc., they've made a career out of getting second chances off new managers that come into the club. Every time yeah, we get yeah. a new manager in, they come in and they make a statement to say everyone's got a fair opportunity to 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 win a place. The only person out, the only person out of that that I would give a chance again to is Smalling. Yeah, I really like Chris Smalling. I think I don't think he's. I think, he's, I think passing wise, he can't do it. He can't pass out from the back and stuff like that. But he can defend. Is it? I he think can he went, Well, he, he cracked Lee or Messi, didn't he? So today, he's playing today. That first goal don't go in. He stops that. He stops that kick and defend properly. Yeah. Like I said, he cluttered Lionel Messi, didn't he? he absolutely broke his yeah, nose, he? so he's a legend. So yeah, bang it out, didn't he? He's definitely oh, 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 gone. He's definitely not a fucking legend. Never say that again. But no, yeah, uh, <laughs> he probably deserves a chance. But a small part of me thinks, how many chances did he have? Just bin him off now. We don't want to be here. He keeps crying for Roma, doesn't he? So just let him go. Yeah, we don't want to be not, do one. It's not all Ollie, though, is it? You don't know what he's been told from above, like what he can and can't do. We all know that. It's not Ollie that makes the decisions, is it? So if they're telling him, well, you, you can't sell him or he's got to sign a contract because he's got resale value, I think. It's not up to him, is it, really? No. Yeah, true, true. Do I might true, do that, Do you know why? Like, at the start of the uh, the podcast, where we'll do like a bit of a snippet, like a quote for our of yours there, where you're saying that Chris Smalling's a legend that Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate. <laughs> Bagged how many how many goals against City? What just was it? Um, I think Two, was I it think. like brilliant. I know. I think he, he might have had a bit more. I don't know. But you know, um, no, I just no. I think he was a. I think he's been a good servant for Man United. I think he got on with it. You know, but he has won, won, won the league with him at right back. Won one one two Premier Leagues, won the Europa, won an FA Cup, won a League Cup. But he'll give him and, a testimonial then. Give him a testimonial. Nah, he's he's doing a testimonial, mate. He's been in ten years. <laughs> Give him a testimonial. No, I think no. I'm just saying. You know what I mean. I think he's been a good servant. I think he's. I think he gets looked at a bit, a bit wrong because because of Phil Jones. I think Phil Jones is because he come in around about the same time. I think everyone goes, "Oh, look at the Chuckle Brothers," and I think he gets tarnished under that brush. And I think it's a bit harsh. I'll be honest with you. I think Smalling's miles ahead of Phil Jones. But but yeah, we say that. But then let's. Let's see how we all what we all think when he's played another game. I would want him to play because, yeah. yeah, well, let's let's see see what we all think when he's played another game. When we get the mind around the turning circle, the double decker bus, and how he passes the ball with bloody lead in his boots and stuff like that. I'm sure we'll hey. soon change. <laughs> you know what? I don't mind being quoted. I, I really don't mind because um, Fergie got quoted that um, Phil Jones might be the next Duncan Edwards. So um, I'm gonna yeah leave that one there. <laughs> what what was that other lad called? What's he called? That other YouTube lad? Um, is it Adam McCauley? He's like on camera saying that he's going to be a future England captain. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? At, at the time, Wait, I reckon he just heard what Fergie said. He heard what Fergie said, so he's gone off it. We like we all did. You know what I mean? Tom Cleverley was an absolute beast under Fergie. He was like Tom Cleverley, next best thing. He was absolutely terrible. He was awful, mate. He was awful. I remember you telling me that we don't need Wesley Schneider because we've got Tom Cleverley, but we'll, uh, we'll leave that for another day. <laughs> yeah, OK. We'll come up with my quotes in a few a few weeks' time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Right, OK. So, we'll uh, we'll move on to transfers now anyway. So, obviously, we'll quickly go through this one. Obviously, I think the main one here is Sancho. Um, are we getting him or not? Yeah. Pay it. He'll pay it now. Definitely after, t- after today, it's paid. He'll sort it out. We've got to do 
on but done that infuriate you a little bit again yeah. waiting and waiting till last minute like I said I think I said this in the group chat I think um, yet again we've we've lost results on games straight away against Crystal Palace we shouldn't have which you were right Janak in the group chat but look at yeah, three points dropped Dyson I'm not having that though if Sancho's playing today you don't make a difference mate I'm telling you now the, the errors were defensively I think we will get Sancho and I think we need to I think it's a given you just need to go and get the deal done and pay the money because I think because it's been going on for so long now if we signed anyone else for me I think it would be an anti-climax like you, you're, yeah. only, you're only going to improve that attack now by adding players of like Sancho's calibre and They've been talks about like what's he called? Is it is Melissar from Watford and stuff? And he's a good young player, isn't he? But I don't think he's getting a game ahead of Greenwood. Um, no. And then if you bring him in, and obviously he's a player who still needs to develop, he's not going to get the game time to develop. So no point. You're wasting your time. You're better off just go getting someone like Sancho, who's better than Greenwood. And then you let Greenwood come in and um, play it, play like a more of a support role, learn his trade. Because what is he like, eighteen, nineteen? Um, and I make sure you don't burn him out. That's the main thing. But yeah, I agree. We need to go get him. But I don't think having Sancho today makes a difference, man. Fair enough. What are you thinking, Jan? No, I still think we need someone to play in the middle between Pogba and Bruno. I don't. You look what, like, what, like a, a, what, what? Who are you thinking? I was going to say somebody, but um, it's your your um, answers. Who are you thinking? Is me? That's great. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear yeah. you. Yeah. Well, he's I had six matches, hasn't he? I don't think there's anybody there <laughs> that you can just go and get that you think, yeah, he's the one. Well, there was, but he's gone to Liverpool, but we won't talk about him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Defense, no, there's a lot of people like that. You think, yeah, he, he, could, he could be the one. Tell us at left back, but I don't think there's anybody you can just say, right, yeah, he's the one that's going to get. So I don't I don't really see what, what else we can do. We've just got to go with what we've got, haven't we, really? But... Yeah, but I yeah. think um, I, I agree though, Janak. I think we definitely need like a specialist defensive midfielder or something like that because similar, I think we're similar to what Liverpool did with Fabinho. Um, they just got someone in who can just sit and screen uh, the defence. But then that would allow the likes of Pogba, Bruno, and stuff just to run right. I think at the minute though, I don't think it's a priority because I think we've still got my itch and I think he's fit for purpose for this season. Um, but yeah, but you need uh, but you need to find his successors, or don't you? You need to find these people who next season when he's Finishing, you need to find out. Well, where's the next one? Yeah, no, I agree, mate. Well, no, I don't think. Well, come on, please, please, no, please. I think uh, I like Declan Rice. I think he's a good player, but I don't think he's the type of player we need. I'd rather someone like Thomas Partey from Atletico Madrid for like forty mil or something, whatever it is. These release clauses. This is where this is where I think we're we're starting to finally hit a nail on the head. Like we've got Donny Van der Beek and Bruno Fernandez for eight to seven million combined when. Was getting quoted eighty million for Jack Grealish. Like as as much as we wanted Jack Grealish, I reckon a few of us um, to get. I'd rather have Bruno Fernandez and Donny Van der Beek. Mm. And the value is in Europe. You know, your, your youngsters in Europe and the ones with release clauses, like your Thomas Partey, maybe like your Sal Niguez. Uh, don't know what his release clause is. I reckon it is quite high, but he's he's a good quality, you know, midfielder. Um, that party is like forty million, though, Dyson. Like, I'm not being funny. Like, in a world where we're not in COVID, you just go and get him, don't you? Yeah. Of course you do. Of course you do. Um, and who else are we looking for? What's the what's the left back card? Is it Tellers? Yeah, yeah I think um, I, yeah. I understand why we'd be looking for another backup left back because Luke Shaw's a good player, but he's made a fucking glass, isn't he? So you get yeah. he plays like fifteen games a season. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm not convinced that that Tellers is an upgrade on Luke Shaw, though. But 
he's definitely better than Brandon Williams. No, but I think when he plays, I think when he plays, like when we've seen on Twitter and all this about how many goals he scored, how many assists he's got, he's another. He, he'll be another threat yeah, going yeah. forward. Yeah, of course he will. Of course he will. He's another threat. He's something. He's someone you got to worry about. You can't just say, "Oh, we'll leave him because he's not going to. He's not going to score or cross it in." He'll be like the, the other team has to think. Well, he could he could score from forty yards like he, he has done. He can he could whip a cross in and get someone in one on one. You know what I mean? He's it's all about threats on the pitch. The threats on the pitch that you need to where we're lacking. The more, the more than that, the the more you're gonna score. We've only got probably five, maybe that gonna that you could score yeah. anymore. Think, the, the thing with that tellers is though, he whips them deep crosses in, doesn't he? So like, even if you knock it back, he didn't. Yeah. Think, like whips them in, don't he? And you just, someone can get on the end of it, etc. But I think, um, but he crosses third time. He don't wait on the ball like our right back did today and our left back yeah, did exactly today. That. And not wait on the ball, pass it back to your centre mid, and then go all the way around the other side. So then come all the way yeah. back round and it's just big, no one go in. Like you six aside, John. Just shoots from anywhere. Jesus. Hey, it works. <laughs> if it works, it works. I tell you what, though, it'd be nice to have a player who can cross the ball, won't it? Jesus. Exactly, exactly. Right? Thing is, though, the issue will be we've got no one to cross it into. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the, but, the um, thing is, though, like I said, though, so I think that te- I don't think that tellers is an upgrade on Luke Shaw, but he's better than Brendan Williams. And if you look at the money they're quoting, it's like eighteen million euros. So it's like like fifteen million quid. No brainer. It's like no minimal brainer. risk. Yeah. Just have a go. Exactly. He's, he's got experience, and he as well in Champions League. Yeah, so. Exactly. So I think he's a, he's a good backup or he's a good time. Maybe even if we do play five at the back, Luke Shaw has been playing left centre back, and with your five at the back, you do like pushing your wing backs forward, don't you? So maybe Tellers might be all right in that. And, but, and as well, ever since he got linked with United, I've started to hear rumours me that he's the next Roberto Carlos. So <laughs> <laughs> he can swerve a ball four different ways on a free kick. Well, this is it. No, but, is that... <laughs> But a fun, a fun little fact about Sancho, actually. I don't know if you know this. Uh, something that, if he does come, this is what he, he could actually bring. He's the first Englishman in modern day history to get over 15 goals and assists in a season. So, to say, look at all these English talents that we've had over the years. To say Jaden Sancho is that, that, That's what I mean. He's the, he's the threat. He's a, it's a threat. He might cross the ball 20 times, but... Again, but one of them will be bang yeah. on. You, you'll hear. But you need someone to put it in the back you'll, of the net. You'll hear all this, oh, but it's the German league. It's the German yeah, league. Well, league. yeah, but then you look at Bayern Munich that have just uh, that absolutely battered. Exactly. It's about your threat. It's, it's all about it's all about your threats on the football pitch. The more threats you have, the more chances you're going to yeah. score. So I'll I'll, yeah. I'll leave that one there. <laughs> the, 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 the thing is with that though, like I I I mean I'd be very surprised if he comes to Premier League and he replicates some of the numbers he's been putting up. I think. If you look at like the Bundesliga, like I don't know if you're watching that Bayern Munich game against Schalke where they won eight 0 Schalke defence on halfway line, so much space in behind. Like that never happened in the Premier League. Imagine yeah. like a mid-table club playing against um, Liverpool, etc. Because it's like the equivalent, isn't it? Or they're not. They were relegation fodder. We'll find out when we're playing them. Yeah, they, they were relegation <laughs> fodder, though, weren't they? Or something Schalke. Yeah. Imagine like Fulham rocking up. Don't talk to me about Schalke. But, yeah, well, yeah, Jesus, you got sacked as Schalke manager, didn't you? Tremendous. <laughs> Treacherous club, that treacherous club. <laughs> they stab you in the back. Stab you in the I'm back. glad they got beaten. <laughs> but but if you think about it though, like if that's in the Premier League, right? Liverpool rock up to. Oh sorry, sorry. Maybe say like I don't know, like West Brom rock up to Anfield. They're literally sitting five at the back, every man behind ball, and they're, they're camping on the edge of the box, aren't they? That I think that's the difference. Like 
I think if he if he comes to the Premier League, Sancho, he's going to have to change his game up a little bit because he's not going to have enough, uh, so much space in behind to, to run at people. He's going to have to be yeah. a bit more intricate. No, but he, he, but he can beat a man, though, can't he? He's capable of beating someone one-on-one. Yeah, exactly. I think he's good enough. Don't get me wrong. I think he'd be class, mate. Because then you can get your Wambasaka or your Brendan Williams overlapping. Yeah. It just opens it up, doesn't it? Opens the game up for us. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, I think we all, we all agree, don't we? Any, any United fan who doesn't want Sancho is probably a bloody idiot anyway, aren't we? So, class. <laughs> So, um, anybody else on anybody's thoughts on about getting any transfers in? Obviously, we know that obviously we looked at left back and we looked at right wing. Do you think a centre half will come in? We need a centre back. We need a centre back. But I, I think, think there's only one available. Can't just Eric by you. I don't know. The only, the only the only reason you wouldn't need one is if Chuenzebe plays the next game and is real Ferdinand <laughs> reincarnated. Do you, I'm not do you think... I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to say. Do you think there's an actually enough quality in that, in that, in Chuenzebe at the moment? Obviously. There's a lot of potential, but that potential keeps going. Probably not, it. but there's no one else there. You wouldn't want to spend fifty million on someone just to be just to find out that Twins AB is actually good enough. Yeah. So you need to play him to find yeah, out. That's just like the finger though, isn't it? That's like when we had Rio and Vidic, etc. and we had PK as well and the likes of Johnny Evans and stuff like that that's just competition for places and it yeah. is what it is, and it's tough, isn't it? If we comes in, we get another player in and Twins AB comes through and he's challenging, then fair play, it's a fair fight for the two positions and if he gets one, brilliant. If not, it's up to him. He can either play a supporting role or he can leave. But a defence, a right side, a right sided centre back is definitely needed. I think definitely needed, I, no, especially after today. Yeah, def- well, Jesus, today was horrendous. One, I, I think if you look at like, that, ah, do you know what though, mate? All of this money stuff, like we 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 definitely have money, aren't we? I mean, as, as a club, you could not. buy someone better than Lindelof for, for for quite cheap in today's money. But I, I think today Lindelof's done himself no favours, as it's. So I think even stepping into the game, no. he's under under the spotlight. But if he starts, yeah, if he, if we got, if we got, who's our next game? I know, it's, I know, Premier League wise, it's Brighton on got, Sunday. Got Luton, Luton on Sunday. Tuesday. Yeah, got Luton on Tuesday. Got go with Mengi. But but that Lindelof today, right? I'm not being funny. For pretty much all of the goals, he's just weak, isn't he? Like that yeah. first goal, yeah, that first goal, that first goal, he's got to stop the cross, and then obviously Luke Shaw switched off at that post. I don't know what he was bleeding doing, but even on the uh, on the on the second one, it's just another example of where Lindelof's just dead weak. Can he do that Zaha one at the end? Yeah, what is he doing off there? The, yeah, the thing with Lindelof is he's clearly like a really good player. He's got a lot of good attributes, like he's good on the ball and stuff like. I think he's good in the channel, but. I'm not convinced. Lindelof's probably good in a three. Yeah, but yeah. you're right. He's probably in a three where he's not. He's probably, where he's not the he's not the primary defender. Yeah, you're probably right though, mate. He's probably he's probably decent, like a right centre back in a three. But I'm not convinced he's a Premier League player, mate. I think he's, he'd be really good in like Spain or Italy. I'd probably put him in like the same category as Daily Blind. Yeah, like, yeah. Clearly a lot of quality, but just not made for the Premier League. I don't think. I, I think he's mm. had his chance now, mate. He had all last season to um, be starting pretty much every single game, and I'm not convinced by him. I think we need moving on, mate. But. But then the reason why he's starting every game is because you're not sure about Chuenzee beating Eric Bailly. Well, they're not fit. I did made a glass. That's what I mean. So then you need to match them. Then, don't yeah, you? I agree. But, but that's, that's where you look. I think another thing that we can actually look at is over the years, I think we've invested heavily in our defence more than we have our attack. Yeah, OK, we've, we've gone and got Lukaku, but we went and sold him straight away for pretty much what, what we bought him for. We got Sanchez on a swap deal. Um, Rashford come through and his Rashford come through. Obviously, Greenwood's come through. Nagalo's on loan. Martial, 
really is the only one where you can say we've spent money on. We've spent 30-odd million on Lindelof, 30-odd million on Baye, 50 million on wan 8 million on Harry Maguire. Yeah, but you those, know, those, 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 those last two, though, so like, your wan Bissaka, Harry Maguire, I think they stay there good enough. I think that centre-back now, though, I, I genuinely think the first thing we need to do is we need to move on the likes of Smalling, Jones, Robo, like, what are they even here for? They're stealing a living them. Um, yeah. We need to move them on. Yeah. I think your Twanze is in your Eric Bayes. If you, if you stay fit in the season, build yourself up, you get an opportunity in the Cups to prove yourself. If you're good enough, you come in. But then as well, you need to be looking like, right, okay, well, who is, who, who is in the market and who's available? And I don't think there is anyone. I think no. ideally, no, I... you want to go and get that. You want to go get that upper man card, wouldn't you? But the reality is, if he was, if he was like, if he was available, City yeah. probably would have already been signed him anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. I, I think you need to look. So I think, I think, I think, defensively wise, well, there is people out there. Oh, yeah. You look at like that Skriniar and like what about that like Diego Carlos and Sevilla? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just defensively wise, defend. I, Just defend. I'm, or you can defend first. I'm not convinced by them too, though. I don't think that Skriniar really, is quick enough. That that Carlos. Either, no, 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 no. I'm just giving examples of people that are good central, good central defenders, but might not fit us, might not fit us, but just there that can just defend. Why do you, what, you must be able to find people that can defend but can play our way. Sure. You know what? Got a scouting system. Why is it not being used? Sure, I'd go and have a look at me, right? I'm not even joking, right? I'll probably get fucking shredded for this. I'd go and sign Ben God for me from Norwich. I think when he, whenever he's played against us, he's been really good in the last two games. And Rio Ferdinand rates him dead high. He, he says he's class, doesn't he? So yeah. he's good enough for Rio. He's good enough for me. I'd go and get him. You get him for like 15 mil. <laughs> we'll find out, won't we, when the um, transfer window ends? We'll find out what. Yeah, what's going on? What actions I've been taking, really. Yeah. Right. Do you know what we do need, though, boys? I know I just keep going on myself now, but I've had a couple of days. <laughs> I think we need a new striker, mate. Come up the line. That Igalo. I don't know why we're not, I don't know why no one's signing Harry Kane. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, he's going to stay now when he's got bail and stuff with him. I think he'll do another season. But... Yeah, but I don't know why no one has gone in for him. Yeah, because Daniel Lee wants to go into He'll play English tax, that's why. Yeah, exactly. and it's Daniel Levis who's like 600 mil or something for us 200 mil just for his right foot but that, that Igalo like he's oh, terrible in right we need to get rid of him I'm not, I'm not joking when he first joined like you said it was a good laugh but I just don't know why he's still here really me every time I watch him play football I just think to myself someone just needs to come and pick their dad up he's that bad <laughs> like honestly you play the ball into him he just backs into a defender and he just gets the ball taken off him every single time it's like watching yeah. his dad playing like Six aside with your teenage son, etc. He's mm. he's that bad. He's got like the turning circle with double decker bus. He's just awful, mate. Honestly, he's just a shite footballer. He's probably a nice bloke and stuff. He's a lifelong United fan and all this stuff. And good luck yeah, to but... him and all that stuff. But yeah, he probably I, I genuinely think he's probably one of the worst signings we've ever made. He's that bad. <laughs> Worse than Cleberson. <laughs> he, he is that bad. Jemba Jemba. But why do we extend that loan? I don't I don't know. Because then, yeah. it's, it's easy for us to not sign a striker that we don't really, really need more than a right winger especially. Yeah. Fair, fair. But but yeah, he is awful. But obviously we'll we'll move on from, from uh, transfers and a gallo. Um and obviously we'll finish it up coming now. Um but we'll go for the predictions for the season. Obviously we discussed about transfers and we all think that we are gonna get Sancho. So we'll look, we'll go into a prediction of where we'll finish if we think that we are gonna get Sancho in. Fourth. Fourth. 
Okay. What about yourself, Tom? Yeah, third. Third. Janak? I'll say a strong fifth. A strong fifth. Well, you know what, lads? I, I don't like any of you because we're winning league. You know about... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Janak, what yeah. do you want about fifth? Who's finishing above us then if, if we're coming fifth? Definitely Liverpool, Chelsea, City. Definitely. Chelsea? Are you joking? Definitely. Have you seen the state of Chelsea? Definitely. How much have they spent, mate? That Kai Havertz is useless. Yeah, they're going to finish above us. They've got a better no, squad no. than us. No, no, no. Um, yeah. and well, no one's... And they, I think it'll be between us, Tottenham, Arsenal, Wolves. The only team that's finishing above us is they win the league if they do. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys. I, I hope you're saving these little snippets here. Yeah, if, in all honest opinion... I think I think we're gonna get. I think we'll start off a season bad, which we we tend to do anyway. We tend to do that under Fergie. I think the last last time that he, we actually last season of Fergie, we lost the first game of the season against Everton, and still went on and won it. So I'm not saying we are going to win it, but I, I don't think we should look at this too bad. Um, but I think maybe third again. I do think third again. I think um, the players will actually push us through to that. What do you think about the Champions League anyway? What do you think about that? Obviously, we're back into that. I've already booked my flights for the final. <laughs> well, I think it's nice for us to make up the numbers, but you know. <laughs> yeah, we are. I think the focus is to get back in it rather than do well, it. Yeah, well, obviously, I, th- I think get through the group stage, I think that's what it is, isn't it? The main thing. Yeah. Win every home. Win, win, yeah. win your home yeah, games. You win your home games. Oh, if you oh, I don't want to be playing any more Europa League games anyway. Oh, no. yep. Definitely not. Definitely not. It's it's awful. Um, obviously. Right, yes. boys. I don't know. We've been waffling on for an hour. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's United, isn't it? Exactly. It's what it what it does it to us. But yeah, well, we'll wrap it up. We've got Luton on Tuesday, Jesus. which obviously I'm not I'm not going to say anything because anything can happen. Anything can happen in the Carrier Bag Cup, anyway. Um, but yeah, no, brilliant. Um, I'll I'll say anybody that has actually been listening, please um, give it a like. It's our first ever one, so let us know what it is. So obviously we are we are new to this. Um, I think in the description, Tom, what's our what's our email address? God, that's a bloody good question. I think it's uh, asklatenightreds at gmail either dot com or dot uk. But we'll include it within the uh, the description of the podcast, mate. Yeah, so obviously, if there's any questions or anything that you want to add to it, just feel free. Um, obviously, we will do one of these each week. Hopefully, we will have some good things to talk about Manchester United and obviously with the transfer window coming up to the end anyway in a few weeks. But obviously, we'll we'll talk everything every week as well. So, we've got Luton and then we'll have Brighton to talk about as well next week. Okay. Right, no worries, lads. Yeah, it's brilliant. Take care. I'm just going to be the person that says he's going to knock DT out and then hopefully we blow up.